I'm Scott Blakeman in Manhattan, and this is a Getting Through This special report on the road with Tom Saunders. As Paul Simon's lyrics describe, Tommy has come to look for America and some decent food. For the very first time, my co-host is reporting from a locale other than his home in the Pacific Palisades. And through the miracle of wireless communication, we are now able to hear him on day three of his epic journey live from Eugene, Oregon. Tommy, are you there? Scotty, I'm going to read you my thoughts that I had on the night lying in a king-sized bed of the Hotel Even in Eugene, Oregon, where I am right now at this very moment. First, the headline, this has been the most unfoodie trip I have ever taken in my life. I'm sitting here holding, Scotty, a cup of mostly drunk coffee that they just brewed. It was so uh, strong, I had to put some cream in it. Well, I've never done that before. Uh, all day yesterday, this podcast has been driving up to San Francisco from uh, L.A. All day today, I've been uh, all day yesterday, actually, the day before yesterday. Today, I just woke up. So two, for two days, uh, yesterday, I drove from San Francisco up through the high desert in the northeast to Eugene, Oregon. Yes, I said the east. Uh, 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 the, my iPhone said it would be faster if I drove towards Sacramento, then turn left to go up to Eugene, Oregon. I, I put myself in entirely in the hands of, of the Google map. Well, Tommy, it's uh, what we, pre-Google pre Maps, you'd have those large maps with the unfold, and you can never fold them back, never fold them back. So, but, but that's what you would be dealing with. But Tommy, you've said in one paragraph, really, well, they always say you've said a mouthful, and really, even one word is a mouthful. But, uh, you know, but anyway. Uh, it's a large it's, word. like A large word, yeah, and then you can stop yeah, it's not like you don't have to do a whole speak for an hour. I mean, it's, but anyway, Tommy, what you've said, there's so much to me, especially as our listeners know, I am not a, I drive, but I've driven, but and this is the truth, Tommy. In these two days, you have driven far more than I have in my entire life, 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 life. <laughs> well, it is a quite a, uh, uh, an, ex an extraordinary uh, long distance. And actually, if you compare it to, to the distance that, hunter-gatherer humans uh, uh, used to travel in their entire lifetime back uh, 3,000 years ago. It was a, it's an enormous distance traveled very rapidly uh, by automobile. And that's the difference here. I could throw a bunch of things in my car, and I haven't done this. I've never done this. I've always dreamed of doing it. I'm, I, and I, I've always wanted to drive from LA, just keep driving up to, to Seattle. And that's what we're doing. But we're breaking the trip up into segments uh i say we because you're so instrumental in this uh, we've talked about you being sort of a nasa control center oh, how could i have ever done this without you preparing me with hotel rooms uh, well it's my pleasure to have me and i'd love to hear it like because uh, i know that the trip all of it to me would be white knuckled if i was driving but the this last leg what was that like i mean uh, this terrifying scotty yeah. it, here's the other thing it was uh it was magical and undulating but Still a, a pretty flattish high desert and farms until, wait, is that a snow-capped mountain in the distance? It looks like a dream, but it's this huge, huge mountain. So you're driving, and it's just sort of wrapped in, 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 in gauzy uh, clouds. But, but the land around you is fairly sort of flat, undulating, interesting, way less flat than, say, in, in uh, Illinois. 
but still fairly flat. And then you see this, it's so magical. And then as you drive, you, uh, you find yourself driving a curvy, this beautiful new road, by the way. Uh, uh, the five is in great shape right now. If, uh, do yourself a favor and drive on the five. The five is an amazing highway that starts below LA. I don't even know where it starts, but you, you can drive all the way to Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver, Scotty. Doesn't it go even to Palm Springs? Uh, or is that possible? Um, the five. Well, that's the 10, I believe. That's a that's multiple of five. Well, it goes across the country. Yeah, yeah. But Tommy, what you've, what you've just proposed is really a breakthrough. You know, we know about freeways and highways and roads, and they exist, and people go, oh, yeah, you're better off taking that. What we've never had is a public relations campaign, an ad campaign for an individual freeway. And you've started it, Tommy, in a brilliant way. Hey, how about this, Tommy? Take five. <laughs> and we play That's the, the famous the Brubeck, Brubeck composition. Take five. Uh, yeah, it's that, it's, take five uh, is a great uh, uh, slogan for the five uh, of freeway. And I'm an advocate of the five. It's a very, uh, it, it, um, I would love to know the history. How do they even build this thing? It's an amazing thing to go uh, make a road, a four-lane highway with side uh, uh areas for you to, to pull over on and sometimes there's railings and you're uh, 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 but high in the mountains twisting and turning how they even build a highway and then to drive on it it's white knuckle scotty you need to pay attention you need to focus scotty how uh, it's amazing to me that people are allowed to drive really uh, it, <laughs> well they did not screen more carefully too or vetted i mean basically you pass the test, which is like yeah. parallel parking, and then they figure you're qualified for any sort of. You should be pre. You should be requalified. Like you should say, oh, "We're we're going to be driving, son. Well, I'm going to be doing those winding curves on five up towards Oregon." All right. Well, we got to ask you some questions. We got to run yeah. through a test. You got to you got to take a, a special behind the wheel test for yeah. Oregon and, and Northern California. Absolutely. In a, re, in, in a world that really was a, 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 um, a sensible and intelligent in how they assessed risk, that is exactly what would happen. <laughs> you would be able to get a license for driving within your neighborhood. Okay, that's easy yeah. enough. If yeah. your neighborhood is flat, <laughs> right? Uh, 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 okay, then you learn about par parallel parking and all the basic things. But you have to, uh, you really, you should be taking, go, I should go to a driving school for six months before I am. <laughs> Yeah, with a real guy who's was a race car driver, has done That's this right. and you know, and he works you hard, but he's got a heart of gold at the end. And at the very end, he walks you, throws his arm around your shoulder. Hey, Tommy, when you first walked into class, I said, "Oh boy, we got a doozy." And you know what? You're leaving a man who knows how to drive the road, something, and you're going to use that in oh. life. Oh, I, 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 I will use it, though, Scotty. There's what you've given me a real story that I can. I can tell people if I if if the cop pulls me over the side of the road, I'll say, wait a minute, before you give me a ticket, let me tell you my story about the driver's class he took. And then then I'm in trouble, though, Scotty, if I lie about a, a extensive driving training uh, I've had after. Be you know what, though, I was never pulled over the side of the road ever. I, I, uh, uh, and, and sometimes I was driving, like, I hate to say this, Scotty, because this could be used against me in a court of law. I, would they ever use a podcast, do you think, as evidence? <laughs> well, it is audio uh, evidence, I suppose. Well, I gotta, let me choose my words carefully then. Um, I, no, me, no, I, I is good. I 
was drive. No, I drove. I'm choosing my words carefully. It's taking a long time. Sorry. Uh, I drove very fast sometimes. There, I said it. Uh, sometimes I would drive uh, 90. I, I noticed what? I drove 100. This Volvo is extremely fast and powerful, including going uphill. So you, you tend to pass everything. Yeah, and yeah. I, well, some I, of the other people may have been going that speed, too. So they always say, got to keep up with the flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was going, I was a little bit, and you're always passing trucks. You have to pass trucks. Yeah. And, and fortunately you can, because it's four lanes. I, I don't know what, except, except when it isn't. And, and there's some, then sometimes they'll just get rid of a lane and you don't know why it just says there's no lane. They'll put up these cones mm. and cones and the whole lane is not available. And everybody's driving very single and, 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 and we just accept these things. People control our, when you're driving, things are controlled beyond your, and you just accept them. Oh yeah. And, and well, and traffic conditions can change at the drop of a hat. And, and, but also Tommy, isn't it amazing to you that there are other people going places too? I always like, what, what's their story? Yes. Are I, they doing a podcast too? And, or are they making their way to New York or are they just going out to go to the shopping center? I mean, what, right, you know, they, right. and they're local. And here's the other thing. Absolutely. I wonder about, you know, you see these people and they're, they're and, and they're really driving fast through the, these very twisty mountain mountain roads with deep cliffs. And you know that they're locals when they just go past you, they come right up behind you and flash their lights and then go whipping around you and they and racing off uh, these incredibly dangerous, twisty, high mountainy road conditions. They're locals, and and you and you asked. I I do wonder what they're doing. Other thing I noticed back in the uh, Palisades, in the Palisades, I think we've discussed the car situation there. It's it, it's so SUV heavy that yeah. Kia or or uh, sorry, it was Hyundai named an SUV after the Palisades, <laughs> called the Palisades. And uh, I actually saw a couple in the Palisades. I'm very proud to say, but that's most smart marketing because I would definitely get that one if I lived there and just uh... <laughs> right. And 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 but actually in the Palisades, it's mostly Range Rovers and of course and, yeah and, and Ranch Rovers and 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 and, and a, a ranch. What is it? Range, range Rovers and what's the other one? Uh, 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 Land Rover. Land Rover. Yeah, yeah. But Tommy, I want to get to what we call in in the business. Uh, the moment. Now, those of you, this is for, uh, this is a advanced theory from those. And by the way, this is not, uh, uh, you know, you're not driving across country. That, that as we mentioned earlier, that implies 20 hour day. I just got to get to New York in two days. No, no, no. You're traveling America and you're going to see family and friends and, and you're, it's still six, seven hour chunks, which to me is very daunting. And I do hope, but, but let me just say, Tommy, the moment, what is the moment? It's when, as and I want you to tell me, when you arrived in San Francisco, the city by the bay, not Frisco. They'll scorn and mock you if you say Frisco. San Fran is what locals might say. But there was that moment when you, uh, at some point on, I believe, Saturday, uh, when you arrived in San Francisco, the city by the bay, what was that like? Just well, it wasn't an amazing thing. I'm glad you brought me back to that, Scotty, because... I could feel my conversation drifting over into my obsession with SUVs. And thank you for, because I, I just want to finish that point I was going to make is that is I never see any Range Rovers up here. That's the point no. I was going to make. None, zero. 
those are the the the, the, the that, that this is the area that, that these hills and mountains that's what they, they're supposedly invented for that's what they're created for that that's for the commercial you, show you, yeah you never see them you yeah. absolutely sometimes i see a volvo but mu- never see the rain. like where are these people uh, 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 so scotty yes my first uh, 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 when i Let's just talk about how I left. Uh, um, I, I had been uh, telling our story over the uh, uh, many months of this podcast. Yeah, now, previewing, previewing, uh, previewing this. Very I would go out in my Prius back. back remember, yeah. uh, when I started this podcast. I owned a Prius. I drove it and I would drive it up just for something to do because there was nothing open back in the middle of the pandemic. I would drive it up Pacific Coast Highway, which is very close to me. It's really a block away, actually, and uh, and and. Um, I would uh, uh, just drive it as far, you know, as not, you don't know, actually, but I would uh, 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 up to Malibu, which is the next town. And then yeah. I would drive further and further. And then I drove to, uh, all the way to Ventura and then Santa yeah. Barbara. And I turn around and I would describe these amazing trips where I would boldly go up the road, which I'd never done. And I always dreamed it, well, uh, 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 with CC and also all alone, I dreamed of just driving all the way up to up north to Seattle one day, one day on the PCH. Well, I did that, Scotty. I did it. I did it two days ago. And I, 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 I set out. And yes, Scotty, I drove up uh, um, a slightly longer route, which took me up to uh, 101, which uh, up to along the coast. Much of it is along the coast. Oh, you did do that. That, that, could, that could be white knuckle. I remember even I, in, in, in 1976, I believe I was on a trip with a friend. And for about three minutes, I was on Highway One with those curves, and thankfully, I pulled over, and he took over the rest of it. But that's quite hair raising from Santa Barbara and all the way. Uh, no, that, and- that part of it, I actually—that's along the coast, and I have done that, and it is terrifying. But I yeah. shared the ride on that case in that in, in that instance. It is one of the most exciting, scary, hair raising. It's the Amalfi Coast, but mm-hmm. scarier. And uh, and you're you're driving along cliffs. Sometimes there's, sometimes there's some little you know metal barrier that to keep you from falling off, but very often not. <laughs> and 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 it's often it's two or three lanes, and it is terror. And that I didn't do, Scotty, because it would have slowed me down so much. But it's yep. so worth it. And if you want to take your mind off everything and just focus on one thing only, and that's preservation of your car and your life. <laughs> Totally recommend that drive of, of, of PCH, the Highway 1, up north of Santa Barbara through this area called Big Sur. Oh, yeah. Well, that's gorgeous and, and hairy. Is that anywhere near Dead Man's Curve, the famed Jan and Dean uh, reference? Oh, that's, uh, 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 that's an interesting question. I, uh, uh, um, it, 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 because there are so many Dead Men Curves in yeah. Big Sur. It's, it's all a, a twisty... Uh, um, a snaky uh, collection of dead men's curves, but I took another road actually, yeah. and and it, it was a more. Uh, uh, I went along the coast for a while, but then it, uh, um, it sort of went inland, and and um, it, it avoided that uh, that incredibly coast, but it was still very very um, beautiful. And yeah, it wasn't like going through Waukegan or no, nothing like going through Waukegan, <laughs> Illinois. Yeah. Nothing is like Illinois. That's yeah. the key. That's my starting point. I, I compare everything with the <laughs> flatness. And that actually is my philosophy of life, Scotty. This is amazing because 
that this is how I'm trying to look at everything based on Illinois. What what was it like? The flatness, the nothingness, you know, farms, boring farms, except for Chicago. Yeah. And and, and uh, other than that, it, uh, um, so it's just scrubby farms in Illinois. So this driving up the coast and driving up inland in and then finally getting to San Francisco. I drove all the way to San Francisco. It's amazing. And you didn't really, you didn't get out and stop at roadsides and have a fine lunch and a waitress. No. Uh, you really I, just. I, I wanted to, but I did, couldn't find a really good place. And I didn't feel like stopping and waiting yeah. for the check and waiting to get it. I kept like, I felt like keep going, keep going. If I get something, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get a hamburger. I, I did. I stopped at a, at, at a hamburger joint. Oh, good. Uh, uh, um, but it was, you know, a fast foodery. Uh, I think yeah, it yeah. And loaded up on that and, and, and then kept driving while. And this is something I've perfected, Scotty. It's driving while eating. Oh, well, that's something that actually is le is legal. Yeah. It's a W. Uh, 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 was it shouldn't it? be. D, uh, D.W.E. Uh, sometimes people say it quickly and they go, yeah, I had a D.W.E. <laughs> oh, really? Did they lock you up for it? No, no, no. Yeah, D.W.E. It's legal. They don't actually lock you up. They just they pull you aside and say, ah, you've been driving while eating? Yes, sir, I have. Okay, well, there's no law against it. So anyway, I'll give you a, a snap. <laughs> just enjoy and uh, have something, a, uh, chicken, yeah. maybe uh, not only red meat. You know, they just give you advice, but it's not illegal. Uh, maybe you want to like lay off on the carbs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, they go, all right, go ahead. Give you food advice. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's nice. It's, a lot of times... People always assume that when the police comes to the window, it's going to be a negative. No. You know, like, did you realize you were going so-and-so? And, -so and, and so a lot of times, especially with that, de uh, driving while eating, they'll say, okay, uh, you know, you could have some a healthier version of that without the bun, too. <laughs> and you go, oh, okay, oh, sir, I will next time. All right, then. That's, that's, that's what they do when they pull you over for driving with it, uh, without eat, while eating. Yeah. Is, is they give you, you know, they give you food tips as best they can. I mean, they're cops, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not, they're not going to know all the great, like you know, almond milk and all that kind of stuff. Right. But they've seen a lot, and they, uh, you know, I mean, they use that expertise. Right, right. but, but uh, the other thing I want, I, I, I wish that they would pull you over when you're driving well. Like I, I'm thinking. Wow, I'm going on. The, uh, uh, I'm going at the speed limit, or maybe five miles or six miles over. They say you could drive ten miles, as much as ten miles above the speed limit before you'll get pulled over. And uh, I mean, by they, I mean cops in driving school in California has told me that that you could drive ten miles over the speed limit, huh. which is what I do, and which is what everybody does. I mean, literally everybody drives ten miles over. That's the basic. You know, that's what you drive 10 miles over everybody. Yeah. And so um, why can't they just pull us over if we're driving the speed limit and, and, and just say, hey, buddy, you're driving the speed limit. That's kind of nice. Everybody's driving 10 miles over. You're driving the speed limit. Good, good. And here's a special citation. Yeah, a little, yeah, something, a little something nice uh, yeah. there. Yeah, and it'll be, uh, or maybe if you don't want to block, you know, stop your trip. They could just go in their, you know, megaphone speaker and just gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Are you up there? Yeah. Thanks for going. This. Appreciate it, bro. Keep doing the good work. Thank you. And you just That's do a true. thumbs up. In and the you're right, you know. guy, because I don't want to be pulled over just to be praised. I want to keep. Yeah. Going. So, so if you could do a drive-by while we're yeah. driving, please remain in your car. Continue driving. This is just to commend you for driving the speed limit. Not everybody does that. You are <laughs> doing it. Thank you. And also, you used your blinker when you made the lane change. Very good. <laughs> nice. Appreciate it. 
doesn't go unappreciated. And then you just do a thumbs up in the, you know, the, so he sees it yeah. and then he drives away. And I, I wish, I wish every car could be like you. He might have a little attitude, you know, so other cars can listen. Right. You know? right. Yeah. And then the, the little kids in the back seat point and, you know, from another car. And, and yeah, no, it's a great yeah. feeling. And because as you say, you don't want to be stopped for any reason. No, you don't want to be stopped. But I love that idea where the yeah. cops go by and, and, and with a loud, we call them, uh, you know, with an amplification device, which they have. They have those. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, um, it's not like something has to be invented uh, uh, to. Uh, it'd be terrible if we had to invent something right now to invent uh, uh, to amplify the voice. We don't have to. It's already been done. No, already there, and they've used it for other things. So yeah, it's it's in place. The whole system. And yeah. Tommy would use two things. One, uh, this of course is just another example of our ongoing message about why can't be we reward rewarded or you know for the good things the doing yes. doing do things right which. We think would help things in general. If more people got that re positive reinforcement, uh, it would be much better for everyone. And Tommy, what I noticed you talking about this trip, and by the way, it's just the beginning. And as we moments after we finish this podcast, while I'll luxuriate and have a lunch and maybe do a stroll, you're back in the vehicle for yeah, several right. hours to Seattle, Washington, USA. So I admire that. But Tommy, what you were doing in addition to, well, it's historic, it's unprecedented, it's, it's you know, everything. It is the opposite of procrastination. No, it is, Scotty. It, it is the opposite. This is my one man's battle against procrastination. <laughs> we, we live in, a, a, as we said, a procrastination. Yes. And if I go around and talk to people about what they have put off uh, in their lives and, you know, actually, that's not a bad thing to do. Go up to people and say, the problem is I'm just not in the mood for going up and talking to people. I just want to drive, drive, drive. Yeah, yeah. And, and. And, um, and but you can't stop. It's not like when you woke up today. Oh, you know, I'm going to sleep in, and I don't want to go back on the road again. No, no, you the, your hotel awaits you in Seattle, and and, and everything else. And your this is building up to um, May 27th, your your grandniece's graduation. So many things you really need to hit your marks, as they say. So that you don't have the option of just uh, lollygagging. So, no, but no you don't want to. You want to be back in that vehicle and back on the road again. You know, have you ever had, like, when you've had the option to lollygagging, it seems like lollygagging is always assumed to be negative. And, and, and whenever somebody accuses you of lollygagging, they're being judgmental, right? That's true, yes. It's, it's not a, it's not, nobody ever compliments your lollygagging. Have you ever no. been? And there's no, and there's no universal criteria for what is lollygagging. So one man's lollygagging could be another, you know, leisurely pursuit. Oh, that's right. Oh, exactly. It's even possible one man's lollygagging could be another man's being hard at work and not putting anything <laughs> off. It's yeah. misconstrued as lollygagging yeah. just because you've been accused of. But couldn't anybody, would, would anybody ever say, hey, nice lollygagging? Nice well, they well, they should. They don't, but they should. Yeah. And that fits into yeah. the happy-go-lucky, of course, is usually lauded. Yeah. Uh, and again, it, it, we talked about that the other day. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. It's not yeah. really even an expression. What is that even? It's just three words. We kind of, exactly. And, 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 but it describes this. It also describes a person who's basically doesn't have any uh, uh, care in the world. Care in the world, any, any sort of emotional moorings. Yeah. That, that, that person could be quite dangerous, actually. Um, <laughs> if there's too much, if they're, yeah. Well, why isn't it? Happy, happy and lucky. How did it? Why did it go happy? Go. It's yeah. A, uh, I mean, it's a, it sounds nice, but it 
That's yeah, that's a, it, it, it really, but it works. And people just say, yeah, I'm very happy-go-lucky. And people say that. They don't ever stop to think, what do you mean happy-go-lucky? Go go and be lucky. <laughs> go and do lucky things. It's, yeah. But, 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 but we do, Scotty. We, we deconstruct these. Even, even when we're in, in Eugene, Oregon, it doesn't stop. You know? Oh, no, no, no. It's, yeah, as you say, and, and uh, you're steps from the campus of the University of Oregon <laughs> where uh, the famed, so yeah. many famed runners came out of there, too. Uh, I don't would, know what uh, it is about the mountain air, but a uh, uh, fine track program there and just many other things. I'm sure it's too mountainous right where I am here, actually. It's funny. It's, I, I'm not even sure what my elevation is. It might be fairly high, but I don't know. And that's something, by the way, just what you just said, you're not sure what your elevation is. You would not have said that, Tommy, last week back in the Palisades. I wouldn't have come, or myself on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. I'll never stop and look at my watch, my phone, and go, well, I wonder what my elevation is right now. No. But in no. Oregon, that's the question. No, no, it's exactly. When, when you're on the road in the West, it's a question. I, tr I went as high as 4,000. I was driving. And just, just driving on the 5 freeway. Uh, uh, I mean, that's the amazing thing. I had to pinch myself. And which, by the way, when you're driving, you, it, it, you, it's, you know, and you're pinching yourself, you got to really take focus because you're taking one hand off the wheel. But I had to pinch myself just thinking that this is that, first of all, that I'm awake. It was amazing. It was like, oh, yeah, it was so crazy how the, 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 the intensity of, of the focus that's required and, and the and, the, and they just the constant beauty of it that's the amazing thing it was this complete uh, utter like who even talks about it and then uh, uh, i mean nobody uh, why aren't people always just saying hey what are you going to do well obviously i know what i'm going to do i'm going to be driving on the five <laughs> north of san francisco to to eugene oregon like why isn't everybody doing that fortunately they're not but, yeah. but if everybody knew about it they'd all want to you know do well that. And I think there are many who know about it in, a, in an abstract way, but they're not, they don't have the uh, gumption, the vim and vigor and the pep to do what you did and said, I'm going beyond just wondering about it. I'm going to do it. And Tommy, <laughs> well, it's coincidentally, just do it. Nike slogan. Where does Nike begin? Oregon. That's right. It really is true, Scotty. This is the just do it state. Thanks to Nike. And they're, and they're just do it. Uh, 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 um, my thing, I would just say, uh, 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 I think we can update that slogan, by the way, because it's, it's a little bit bossy, you know, yeah. just do it. It's like, uh, um, it's like, just do it unless you have any other questions. <laughs> you know, it, I, I think that may, and that may have been the original slogan and then they cut it back. Yeah. It didn't work graphically, but I don't think it would work in England. You know, in England, it's probably... If you if you get the moment, can you carry yeah. it out? I think that would yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably exactly. You cannot use just do it. You can't have the same slogan in America in England as you have in yes. If it, it, it would be so different, uh, and then in Australia, you can just imagine. Uh, um, you can do it if you want, mate. Makes no difference to me. <laughs> Like yeah, that. America is the only country we can get away with it. Just do it. And it does, as you say, it does sound yeah. like a scold. Just That's do it. All, and it all started in Oregon, right here. Yeah. Right here in, in, in uh, probably in Eugene, Oregon, too. Probably at that building right across the way. That, well, there is, in fact, uh, uh, the, whoever the, forgot the owner of Nike, 
built a, I think it's the University of Oregon, a multi, 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 I mean, million is nothing, probably almost a billion dollar athletic facility. And I think it's just for the football team. <laughs> These athletic facilities are amazing. <laughs> but Scotty, I driving through, uh, I drove through a little bit of the campus and ah. it is so spectacular. The universities yeah. have become so wealthy by charging so much for the for their for their education, yeah, that that architecturally it is just splendid beyond belief. You're and and big and, and extravagant and oh yeah, and showy and and modern and, and unreasonably modern. Oh and yeah, so in the old days, I mean, I think up until I don't know the seventies, uh, colleges looked the same the same way they had for a hundred years. It was always that quad and the old buildings, and no, no one ever said we okay. want modern building. No, it was just you're in college and it was fine. But all of a sudden, the competition yes. and it began, and now it's you know keeps going. Well, that, that huge sports facility we've talked yeah. about it uh, in, in Evanston at Northwestern, yeah, cost probably as much as all the universities in. Uh, Africa cost, you know, yeah. uh, all the uh, uh, every, every every probably would would just to build that you could build about five universities in in an underprivileged uh, world. Yeah, uh, and then the one in Oregon is even more extravagant because uh, it's no, it's 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 silly, but Tommy, it's it's amazing. And uh, I will just quickly throw in, and because and this is going to be an ongoing thing, you've got several, uh, you know, uh, how much basically June sixth. You're officially uh, you arrive at your uh, ultimate destination, uh, partial ultimate destination in New York. But um, and I've been happy, as you said, to help out in my own small way as my uh, travel maven, uh, finding the hotels. But Tommy, what it's it brings me so much joy. And talk about anti procrastination, Tommy. When if anyone saw me the way I research and do it and 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 have keep organized on my phone confirmation numbers and this and all this. They would say, Haha, "You're not a procrastinator." No, they wouldn't. If only they, they just, knew, Tommy. You, you, no, if they only knew. Well, you're fighting it, Scott. It's, it's not who you are. It's not who I am. We are fighting it, this this condition. And you're absolutely right, Scott. What you have done is a little short of of uh, of, of magic, uh, of wizardry. And I wouldn't. I would even say, let's not call it uh, uh, anti-procrastination. Let's call it anti-crastination. That's what it is. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Pro yeah. It's, well, it's and it's very similar to the situation you're in, Tommy. And again, we want to do what we're doing, but you don't have the option to say, ah, "I'm going to just skip today's trip." And no, you can't do it. And I also worked with the deadline, and and uh, I myself am leaving for California. Where I wanted it all done. And I said, I want to get it together. And it's a mixture of fine prices, but also, as we talked about in other podcasts, what you want, not just some cookie cutter uh, answer to everything. Some cities, it'll be a very modern chain, but in others, uh, as in Seattle, it'll be a quirky, uh, uh, fun, you know, kind of artsy hotel. And they're all different. And uh, so it's fun for me and Tommy living vicariously yeah. through your trip. Oh, my gosh. I I incredibly fun. And, and Scotty, I. I uh, these hotels are providing me with with much to discuss. Honestly, we're going to have to wind this up, and I feel like we're just getting started. I think it, this is one of the most extraordinary podcasts. We're discovering that our podcast is so much about travel, time yeah. travel, actual travel on the earth, face of the earth like we're both doing now, and travel into the depths of the human mind. And uh, Scotty, I have to say right now, uh, uh, the idea of of you being you on the road and me simultaneously doing a podcast 
it's dizzying. But th- this this has been a tremendous success in my view. Oh, Tommy, I'm telling you, and I, and I know, as I said, moments from now, you're going to be back on the road. I mean, this is beyond historic. It, it, it is akin to Murrow. When his, I remember seeing yeah. uh, his first, on Music with Television Radio, the first live broadcast where he had reporters in various cities, and one was in San Francisco. And just to show, yes, Ed, I'm here in San Francisco. And yeah, the day no, no. was a static shot, and that was it. So basically, <laughs> we're doing that and taking it to a much further extreme, Tommy. A, a, a new level, Scotty. A new yes. Level. Uh, um, uh, uh, I, I kind of feel like Richard Engel. Except it's not a war-torn zone. Uh, it, it, well, it's not a war-torn, and that's the only difference. Yes. Uh, actually, that it's, not, it's not a war-torn zone yet. That's the that's, to your knowledge, yeah, yeah, yeah. My knowledge, and so far, right now, everything is peaceful, you know, things are peaceful, but you never know that type of thing. So, uh, uh, no, this has been a tremendous so far, it's been great. I love this, uh, being able to talk about it in this podcast right now. That, yeah, while it's happening, I mean, and, and, and we'll talk about you do have some video set up in your I car, do. I believe, through GoPro cameras, so that's a whole yeah. other record of this and it really will be in the museum of television radio i mean because uh uh you know this is a time travel of the highest order you know and and maybe someday there will be a a documentary on the five uh oh absolutely like it because it it is an amazing amazing road that goes that that i i it's opening my eyes at it in a way, my I guess my eyes have been closed. So, <laughs> well, they're always better for driving to be fully open. It's very dangerous to drive unless your eyes are fully open. Yeah, that's what we. That's a great tip. And by the way, Tommy, as we close, five. Well, that happens to be my favorite number. Oh my gosh! I mean, if you're not a magician, I think you've been holding out, Tommy, because it was like, what do you think my favorite freeway is? Well, I don't know. My favorite number is five, and that's the correct answer. Talk about burying the lead. Scotty, I, I don't know how to top to top that as the comedian, professional comedians say. Yeah. But uh, so on that note, I'm just going to continue to be Tom Saunders. Well, for, from Eugene, Oregon, and next podcast from uh, somewhere else, and I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and Tommy and Eugene, and me in Manhattan. We're getting through this. <laughs>